1: In Shorewood, Wisconsin, it's your mostly unemployed host, Bart Winkler. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be here. Coming up on today's show, we're talking Bucks and their opponent, obviously the Detroit Pistons. We're talking the Brewers making some moves, saying goodbye to some, hello to some that they just said goodbye to. Very weird. And Gudekins calls on Aaron Rodgers for flat out ghosting him. All that and more. I'm the Bart Winkler show. All right, so we can test a few of those things out as uh, days go forward. Again, we are just starting the program. We are. This is the immediate start of the program, and we're going to get right into Q, who is joining the start of the program. Uh, and I'm also going to bring Matt in the Falls in as well. Let's bring everybody in. Oh, let's just start the program. Who is Whoop. this guy? Who is this guy? He's, I know. I haven't here. seen Matt in the Falls in like a month. It's Ranger been a while. it
2: been a while. Can you hear me?
1: What's going on? I hear you. You hear me. I, I hear he. I hear everyone. He I she. you.
2: Q just dropped his phone into his lap.
1: Yes, he did. So a lot that we want to talk about tonight uh, and this morning. Haha, but the first thing I'm going to mention is the Bucks beating the Pistons 126 to 116. There was no Drew who may have some financial stuff going on. That's weird. I
2: just looked it up.
1: Yeah, is that confirmed?
2: Uh, he uh, has to testify he is the victim of wire fraud. Uh, a Morgan Stanley, advisor, was defrauding several NBA players, including him, and he had to testify against him.
1: Like 5 to $7 million worth from
2: some I media. didn't see that part. Yeah, I think the total is like $14
1: million from like seven or eight dudes.
2: Well, he's got a lot more than that, so I don't feel yeah. too good for him.
1: Well, but if he needs a night off against the Pistons, I'm not going to be too upset. Did you watch
2: the second of the game? I watched the whole game. You've said Pacers twice.
1: I always do that with the Pacers and the Pistons. Well, we got the Pacers
2: you. Wednesday, I think.
1: I, I know, but I always do it. I always do it with these two teams and vice versa. The thing I want to say about Detroit is they always seem like they're three years away, but they never are. But even still, this was a team that was going to lose to the Bucks no matter what the roster and the message that I want to put out. And then you guys can echo or, or fight me on this. But the message I want to put out right away is I saw a lot of people as Bart goes straw man argument again. Cause I saw one person, but I say a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, I saw a lot. I saw one guy. So I'm going to say, I saw a lot. No and Chris. Do we even want the one seed? If you're someone in that boat, you're not ready. You're not ready for a playoff run. If you're stressing about the one seed against a Pistons team who we play with our scrubs and our scrubs aren't scrubs. That's the secret. Our scrubs are not scrubs. Okay. So stop that. And if that is you, you're not ready. That's all I'm going to say Q.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great win. Anytime you can go out there and win a game missing two of your three top players to, um, that's a great win. I think it was great to see uh Gordon out there. Like he hadn't. Did I say his name right? No. That's the first.
2: That's Gorin, the first time I've said it out loud. What do you say, the first Gordon? Goran.
3: Goren Dra- Dragic. Dra-
2: Dragic. Dragic. Dragic.
3: Goren Dragic.
2: Dragic. Goren
3: Dragic. All right. Dragic.
1: Dragic.
2: Dragic.
3: Dragic. Wow. Well, anyway, okay,
1: I, you can never get mad when someone says Kumpa wrong. Now, <laughs>
2: I mean, I, the alphabet, Goran, the alphabet.
1: I can't do it, but uh,
3: it's in the bank and earning interest. But um, I, I think that like every win these days matter, and and we've got four games this week, um, so it, it's great to get one of the easy ones out of the way. It, we're really going to need that Pacers win on Wednesday because uh, Thursday is almost a scheduled loss uh, against the Celtics. Um, Celtics have a first game of a back-to-back against the Bucs, but they've got an off day before that. Um, so I'm very concerned about Thursday, and that one's obviously worth worth a full point in the the win-and-loss column. So hopefully we can – Hopefully, we can rest some more guys on on Wednesday against the (laughs) Holy Pacers. But um, they obviously destroyed us last time. And Jordan Nora scored 33 points yesterday.
1: I think Um, you got his name wrong, too. It's Jordan Wara. I said
3: Wara. He said no Wara. Uh, Well, he's no
1: Wara on the team. I already did one soft restart of the show on YouTube. Should wow. I do another one? Like that? That was rough.
2: Jesus. That was, I don't.
1: How many seconds of the game did you watch, Matt?
2: Um, let's see. I caught most of the first quarter, and then bedtime really hurts on these six o'clock games. Oh, with the kiddies. I got I got two bedtimes back to back, so it's not like it's not a slow process. Um, so I missed, I missed most of the second and third quarters for bedtime, but I saw first and fourth, um, Middleton was hot. It looked good. Um, everyone like, I saw we had four people in double or not double figures over 20. We had four guys over 20 points. Look at you. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're just deep as hell. It's ridiculous. Um, every game does count. Because The one seed is incredibly important, and if you don't think so, you're a fool, because Mm -hmm. if you're the second or the third seed, you have to go through, you know, so it's Philly, the Celtics, and the Bucks at the top. Whoever is not the one seed has to play two of those teams. Whoever is the one seed has to play the winner of two versus three, because uh, how the tournament goes, the one seed can only play the four seed. I don't know what's funny about this.
1: I just love the explanation of it.
2: Well, it's like, I I don't know how you could possibly not understand this. Like, if you're the one seed, you only play one of them. If you're the two seed. Well, I think a
1: lot of times when we talk about one seed, people are worried about the home court advantage.
2: I don't give a shit about where we're playing.
1: Harping on the two versus three thing makes more sense. Because who's the four team in the East? The Cavs? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Cavs. Yeah, And I'm sure the Cavs will win one of the first two games in Milwaukee. And we'll get all scared. I, I, this, this is a message I got from, uh, Eddie. He says, how would you compare your confidence level for a Bucks championship, um, for this year to the Bucks in 2021? Uh, I would say pretty high. I mean, pretty higher. high.
2: Higher. I don't know. I'm I mean, I knew they higher. were
1: winning. I knew they were winning.
2: I, I feel like. Well, at what point? Like at this point in the season, I'm definitely high. When
1: they were down two to of the nets, I knew they were winning.
2: Okay, but we're not we're not even close to there yet. Like,
1: yeah. So give me some time, but I I feel like it's I just I'm very cl- I'm very close. I'll never put out chairs again cuz that was a one-time thing that I bring up 3 years later. So I'll never do that again. You can always uh, try. Yeah, although I do need the attention a little bit more. I I am just in my basement. I don't have a 15 watt antenna that's blasting through like Three different parts of town, and if you ever are under a tunnel or in a parking lot, you can't get twelve fifty. God, God forbid. Uh, is fifteen watts a lot? Fifteen watts is like meat to the wall down here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, is that so, what twelve fifty had? Uh, twelve fifty, I would have been better suited standing on the corner of hundred eighth and Grange, just like. Oh, the Bucks won last night. Here's your three trends. I would have been better off doing that. That I feel.
2: i wish i knew where that was
3: i feel like a different level of confidence i i feel like we really need the <coughs> we really need the one seed and then yeah, i will feel like we're a lock to get out of the east Mute yourself
2: i didn't i'm sorry i didn't know i was picking it up I, I leaned back <sighs> i'm sorry
1: well i'm are you sick i'm a little sick
2: um, I don't know. My son is sick and it's whatever. It's a good, you know, we're maybe. All
1: sick. who cares? I don't know. <laughs> whatever. All right, Q, you were saying something that Matt and I weren't listening to what
3: I'm not sick by the way, but not, but not that you guys care. Uh, um, but no, I, I was saying I have a lot more confidence for the bucks to come out of the East, especially if we can get the one seed this year, but, I'm a little concerned with with the West. It doesn't seem like there's a clear favorite there, um, but there are some very good teams that could get get out of there, which the year that the Bucs won, it didn't seem like there were any powerhouses coming out of the Western Conference. So it was like um, whoever came out of the East seemed like they were going to get the W. But um, maybe I'm mistaken.
1: Well, I just feel like I think the team is better than they were two years ago. So whether things play out the same way, they are as deep as it gets. And I, that's just the, the the one main takeaway I have on this game is like if you're if you're coming into this game nervous or worried or even if you're watching the Bucks up four or even the other night, who was it? that They were up the other night like four Utah. points at halftime and they sucked. And then they had a big third quarter run like. You have you can't you you can't. I'm not, I'm not talking about this. Is not from a Bucks. This is for this is me telling you as a fan. I'm not telling you how to fan. I'm telling you like you got to strap in, dude, because this is going to be a ride. I don't think we remember. Maybe we were just like too euphoric from 2021. But there are ups and downs, and you get punched, and you get up, and you get knocked down again. Just as a fan, it's exhausting. As a fan, and it's two months of that. So. I- Let's, like, not freak out in the second quarter against Detroit.
3: I think you're right. I think there, there's a lot of, like, new school Bucks fans that probably didn't start watching Bucks basketball until, like, game six or seven against the Nets in 2019. Um, and there's a lot of people that are watching the regular season right now not understanding how it works and, like, these games do matter for seeding, but when I say like us losing a game on Sunday didn't really matter, like it was a scheduled loss, like like, and that if we lose Thursday, it's not the end of the world. Like, um, like we have the two seed locked up already. We're battling with the Celtics to get the one seed. It's very important, but even if we lose Thursday, I feel very confident that we'll we'll get it. So.
1: Yeah, we want the 1 seed, but if we end up being the 2 seed, I think we'll all live.
3: What well, and the Celtics just there seems to be something wrong with them like I know Grant was talking about kind of the drama with uh with Brown and his contract issues like it just seems really strange. They don't have the same type of energy that they had last year. Um maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I don't know. I feel really confident in us coming out of the East, unless there's an injury. But I think, yeah. like, even if Drew or Chris were to get hurt in the playoffs, it feels like our roster's deep enough that we could almost absorb, like, missing them for a half a series or a series before the finals.
1: Q, good to see you, buddy. If you want to hop on later, I'm going to bring in Rodgers, I think. Feel free. See ya. Peace, Q.
2: Matt, what else you got? Yeah, I mean I'm not he's talking about the West. I'm not worried about anyone out west. Like I mean Golden State what series worries you the most? Probably the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean between so that's why we need the one seed, so then we're guaranteed I mean we're gonna play either Philly or Boston. And assuming we come out of that, I think I think we win the title in six, no problem. I don't even know who's going to come, who, like, I mean, Denver, I mean, Denver is, I mean, Denver is really good. Um, I don't Yeah.
1: See... I, I can't get into Denver. I don't think Jokic is good on
2: D and
1: I think, <sighs> I think teams are going to attack him. That's I the thing. Yeah, like I don't, I don't
2: think anybody can beat us four out of seven times. I don't
1: either. And that's what I said. That's well, that's what I said. The first time I ever said that was 2020, 2019 and then dude. the Raptors beat us four in a row. So I'm always yeah. cautious to say that, but
2: that, but we're a lot better now and there aren't any teams that are, well, I mean, other than, you know, Boston and, you know, Philly has, and beads apparently the MVP now. So. Um, yeah.
1: well, as long as it's not Jokic, I don't care.
2: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, and is he's a character. He can have one. It's funny, whatever. So, yeah.
1: All right. Well, if you got anything else, I'm yeah. going to be whipping around a little bit feel free yep. to jump.
2: I good to see you. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. But yeah. uh I'll be in the comments. I have been in the comments. I've seen
1: you in, but, the, comments, uh, yeah. in, the, in the comments. Yeah. In the comments. All right. Well, sail yeah, <laughs> out. Man, man, man
2: the falls.
1: Man yeah. the falls. Man the falls. I'll get to uh Austin here. People in the comments have been begging for Austin to join. I'll get to him in 60 seconds because I got to remind you about HappyPlaceHemp.com. HappyPlaceHemp.com. the promo code is bart The promo code is BART. So I like to make sure that the products I use work the way I think that uh, they should work. And I took them for a long time, and they were helping me sleep. And then I thought, what if I don't take some for a little bit? And there was like a week where I could not sleep. And then I took the, the gummies again, and then I was like sleeping again. So they are great for me. The CBD, CBN ones, those are purple. The only problem I have with their gummies, and I'm dead serious, is they actually taste very good. And so you do want, like, more than one, especially the strawberry ones and some of the uh, fruity flavors. So they taste very, very good. A lot of gummies that I've seen, like, I've been looking on, like, gummy Reddit. and People are like, oh, the gummies are, they work, but they taste so bad. These ones taste great. Almost too great. And as I said a little bit yesterday, uh, my I know someone whose pet is dying. So the tinctures will work for that doggy. And you can get them, uh, like the cream the cbd if your wrist hurts or you know some of you guys your right wrist might feel a little looser than your left one uh if you are free to be on with me every night i'm sure get the cbd oil get the gummies get it all promo code bart 25 percent off every order at happyplacehemp.com speaking of commercials anyone see that new gruber commercial tonight it was like over Purdue, man, it was like I had to like rewatch it. And Stephen Watson's in there. A lot of people don't know Stephen Watson, son-in-law of David Gruber. Well, you know now. a Couple of different shots. I married up, but we're gonna fight for you. And if we get knocked down, we'll get back up. If if you're on the hop and an eagle disposal truck butt rams into it, we're gonna support you all the way through your neck injury. Gruber Law Offices. One call. That's all, Austin, who is blending hey. more and more into the uh, Jim Morrison poster in the bedroom. Uh,
4: this one's the office,
1: man. Oh, that's the office. This is the office,
4: yeah. Uh, so I forgot. Uh, so I gotta take one of those and hold that. bit. Um, Your signals
1: bad. So I kind of was. I was. My signals. Yeah. All right. Yeah, leave and come back Go buy a new computer And come back Alright, thanks uh, I'll catch up with some of these comments here That have been coming in Dawson says The Gruber commercials are so cringe I don't know, this one was like If you didn't see it You will see it But normally it's just like him standing in front of a wall Being like We love our Milwaukee Brewers. And then uh, one call, that's all, or things are bad these days. So here's pictures of puppies. But this, this is like a day shoot. I married up, way up. This was like a whole day shoot, man. And it was really nice out. So that must have been filmed a while ago, but they finally debuted it. I haven't seen it before. Greg wants to know where Tim Shea is. He's out driving. There's a big conference in town, so he's got to be on the road driving Uber. Chad says, hey, Bart, off topic, but how about Chucky Freemes getting the Lockdown Brewers podcast hosting duties? Congrats to Chuck Freeman. He will be on Lockdown Brewers, uh, the daily podcast. It is the hot potato of Wisconsin podcast. I think it's had like seven different hosts in the last uh, four months. With all due to everyone who has host or been asked to host, I actually did turn it down twice. So that's interesting. Uh, but yes, Chuck will be hosting that. So Chuck's hosting that. And I said, Hey man, you're on a podcast? Let's let's collab. And he's still dogging me. Zach in the Falls just gave me $9.99 for the Twitter check mark to keep it. Zach, if there's a refund button, I'm going to give you that back. I do not want that Twitter check mark. I'm not giving any money to Elon, ever. The latest thing I saw was now if you want to vote in Twitter polls, you have to be subscribed to Twitter Blue to get rid of the bots. Elon's, Elon's trying so hard to get rid of the bots when there's been more bots than ever since Elon took over. I don't quite get it. Brevin says, Bucks just need the playoffs to start. They are the best team in the league. Get this shit started. Heathcliff, when talking about the fans, says, I miss Mike McGivern's extreme Midwest accent. Nothing better. Uh, You guys were bugging Austin to come in, and then he came, and then his uh, reception got bad. So that's a good batch of the comments so far. So the Bucs, obviously, I think that we can have the playoff discussion a lot. Let me just go through the box score for those of you that had to put the kids to bed or did not watch the game or are hosting a podcast pretending like you watched the game. I kid, I kid. I watched a lot of it because Javon Carter was in my uh, DraftKings lineup, which was doing pretty good, but I had Luka, and he kind of dogged it for me. Eventually had a decent night, but kind of dogged it. Javon with 22, Lopez with 24. Middleton with 34, Portis with 21, Grayson Allen with seven, just two of seven for him. Pat Connaughton continues to struggle. That's something that we should watch down the stretch. Connaughton is struggling from three. And if he's going to struggle like that, he's not going to play. Joe Engels struggled from three, one for five, got a tech, but didn't like that. Dragic got in early and then didn't see the court really any time after that. The NASA's had his bucket. He's like good for a bucket a night now. And then uh, Jake Crowder. I thought he played more in this game with how many people were out. But Crowder only played 12 minutes. For the most part, it was that lineup. 30-plus minutes for Portis, Middleton, Lopez, Carter, and Allen. And I don't know how they would do with a full season. But if you had a team where Javon Carter was the starter, Grayson was the two, Middleton and Bobby were the three, four, and Brooke was the five, that's a playoff team in either conference. That's a playoff team in either conference. Maybe playing, I, I mean, that's a playoff team. With Crowder off the bench, Ingles off the bench, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, so, and this, and this is better than a lot of the playoff teams that we've put out there, the Bucks. This is better than a lot of the eight seeds we've put out there. This is better than the Fear the Deer team. That's a good lineup. So let's just remember that the Bucs are deep. And the bucks are good. Let's just remember that. Okay. Let's not freak out. Let's try again with Austin. Did you reboot and reload? What's up?
4: I, um, just flush the DNS. So
1: how am I doing?
4: It's no so good. I kind
1: of can't tell if that's stalling or if that's just your normal voice
4: uh no uh, a b c d e f g
1: all right yeah talk a little bit okay
4: uh yeah uh joe can you give me the box score bucks uh let's see chris middleton here 34 points bobby portis 21 brooke lopez 24
1: javon carter 22 did i get that right that's very good and i'm gonna get back to you but I do see in my little window, Tony in Texas is on here with a. Is that a real man behind? Oh, uh, that's it's Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman.
6: At first, uh, yeah, the, the, Tony's,
1: Tony's joining in the little box, and it looked like there was a real person behind you. No, that's that's. Uh, I sure. thought you were at the barber shop or something.
6: No, I'm in my garage. I got a Troy Aikman. Uh, I don't know what do you call these guys? Life size oh. poster.
1: Cut out, it's a cutout.
6: Cut out flat a flat a flat uh Troy. Okay. So anyway. Hey, Bart, I do apologize to basement Dave and all the kids that were listening the other night for all my F bombs.
1: Uh, uh, Q, that like Q here says that's your sex doll. Oh, no, no, no. She's in the closet. I don't doubt that for a minute. So Okay. And since you love you love mom so much, you probably like draw on wrinkles and stuff.
6: <laughs> hey, I gotta say, I think Q was coaching that team today. That I mean, that was such a uh, just a, a Q type of game. Just really just I don't know, not a lot of energy, not a lot of effort, but they got to the win. That's what counts. And and I will say this, I gotta give a shout out to John Horse with the construction of this team with Javon Carter, you mentioned Brooke Lopez. Ah, uh, these two guys have just been outstanding. Then you got Bobby Portis. Both three of those guys off to scrap heap. If you don't remember, the Lakers got rid of of Lopez. Javon Carter was basically cut from the Nets, and then Bobby
1: was a it's More a, Dragic, so they could sign Dragic.
6: A, oh, Dragic is a communist spy, Bart. I do not trust that guy. I don't. I don't trust Dragic. No, no way. I don't trust that guy. So yeah, good. Oh, you tweeted Dragic. that too? I, he's one of those dudes that... No, I'm not
4: down for that conspiracy.
6: No, he's like an informant for the Raptors there. He, he just... You don't trust that guy. I don't trust Dragic.
1: Yeah, it was that's weird seeing him in a Bucks uniform. I didn't it like is. So,
6: hey, I gotta say this. The Bucs do have the best team in the league, but they've gotta be the slowest team in the league. They trotted out five white guys at one time today, Bart. Holy cow. I, I haven't seen that since the 80s. since the Celtics.
1: I don't see color when I watch basketball, so Oh,
6: everyone does. Everyone does. And I mm, noticed not that, one. that that one popped out, man. Right, I Austin?
4: I know you know what I'm talking about. No? Um well I feel like Bud has a little bit of a love affair with the white white players. Where was
6: Bochamp? I don't know what that is. Where's Bo where's Bochamp?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna get off yeah. this topic. Where, why is he not getting any minutes?
6: But where's Bochamp, though? In all seriousness, where was Bochamp today?
1: I don't know. He's not playing enough. I agree.
6: I, I don't understand what the deal is with him. Why they're not playing him? Uh, but they, they should get him some minutes. He's a valuable player. I mean, and West he's good. Matthews, he's a good player. He's a good player. West Matthews, I understand, is probably his last last year at the Bucks. Uh, he was okay today. But...
1: Jeez, you guys, I. Oh and I have we in oh, okay. Okay. take a timeout, everyone's internet yeah,
6: People are calling me, man. That's what it is.
1: Oh well leave and come back.
6: No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, well
1: I'm gonna cycle through some people. Come back. All right. Okay. Austin, anything else for you?
4: Uh yeah, just um the Aaron Rodgers uh Gutekind's shit that happened today. Man, dude goody I brought August. Tony
1: back. F that whole thing up, and I'm going to bring Sparky in. Gonna, let me like, give you a let me give you a cone roller professional love. reset. Let me give you a <laughs> cone roller professional reset. We've got Austin in here with internet that is still questionable at best. We've got Tony in Texas who has a Troy Aikman sex doll behind him. We've got Sparky joining us, who I was going to play one of your voicemails. Unless you want to talk Brewer, I'll play your voicemail later. And we've got audio coming from someone's background that is annoying. Him. I think it's Spark guy. Probably spark Guy. Yeah, they ain't mine. Really? Are all of you do you guys know I've been doing this for six months? All what are you audio? Like, what do
7: you hear in my background?
1: Like ocean waves.
7: <laughs> By event. Here, hold on.
6: Oh my God. What the hell, Spark Guy? Hey, where's Tim Shay? This is
1: like the first podcast I ever have to edit. Geez. where is Tim Shea today? He actually was just about to join, and then I, he left. I, I got to talk
6: to him about this North Texas-Wisconsin-Boring Badger game. I want to talk to him about that game coming up. We got to have a little bet, a little wager.
1: Are you a big North Texas fan? You know, oh, I went to college players?
6: here. Going, I, I go to a couple games a year, sure.
1: This is amateur night. Midwest Ballers is right. I'm too embarrassed to even publish this one. <laughs>
7: yeah. Is that better? I was by was vent, I think. I don't know. <laughs>
1: No, you were by, by like, (laughs) you were by, like, a portal that Dr. Strange opens.
7: I just had to to jump on because I wanted to first talk about Tony's belligerence on Saturday, and then all of a sudden he just jumped into, like, McCarthyism, like, just calling people communists, and it was getting really intense. I don't know, maybe, is that Dallas thing, like, catching on with you, the whole, you went to that JFK rally, and now you're CIA, communism, and all that stuff?
1: Anyone whose last name ends with itch is a spy. <laughs> don't trust them.
7: So where are we at? Are we talking Roger stuff? Uh,
1: Austin, what else you got? You brought up Goody. Go ahead with your Goody stuff. We're at an
4: Aaron Rodgers point. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. Goody... I'll, I'm going to hop off and let you guys do your thing after this one. Couldn't Goody have just been like, uh, yeah, we made it clear that Jordan love was our guy rather than just didn't respond to us. No, no dude, you did make it clear years ago when you drafted Jordan love and it's fine now. I'm good with it. Rodgers, you got to go. It's done with. And he knows that him. There's no need for Goody to fucking, ah, oh, God
1: damn it. There was no, I'll let you go. Uh, I'm going no Goody to play Goody's comment.
4: The smaller human.
1: I swear to God, he's we're, we're doing, the GM. Uh, Austin, I'm going to let you go. Your internet got bad again. I mean, you guys are on like Mars. All right, I'll get, hold on. I'm going to play Goody's comments. Okay. I'm going to play Goody's comments off of Matt Schneidman's Twitter account. So I have to get off my account and get onto a different one. Cause Schneidman blocked me. Cause I said he writes like a kid. And he hasn't proven me wrong since.
0: Didn't seem too pleased from your perspective. How did the last couple of months kind of transpire? Yeah, I didn't really take his comments like that. And it's certainly not true. I mean, I think, you know, as we got out of the off season or after the season and we, we had a good conversation um, and then, you know, we're going to have some follow-up conversations. And our inability to reach him or for him to respond in any way, I think at that point, then we just kind of had to We had to, I had to. do my job and kind of reach out and understanding that a trade could be possible uh, and see who was interested, but that
8: shopping was never really part of that. So, so when you gave him that contract extension, you've said publicly your intention was for him to not just play last season, to play beyond right. that. At what point did it shift to,
0: okay, we need to move on? Yeah, I think so. I think obviously it was a disappointing season, right? And you come out of the season, you have a lot of conversations not only with Aaron but with uh, the rest of the team, coaches, and everybody. And then as you go through that process, you kind of get an idea of where you're going to move to, you know, as a team, how you're going to go forward. And I think I was really looking forward to the conversations with Aaron to see how he fit into that. Uh, those never transpired, so I, you know, there, there came a time where we kind of had to we had to make some you know decisions. So we went through his representatives to try to kind of talk to him where we were going with our team. And at that point. Um, they informed us they would like to, to be treated to the Jets. But, but you just said
8: you, you did try and reach out to have those conversations. Oh, yeah. so you said,
1: just, okay. All right, so the intrepid reporting of uh, Matt Steinman. Um, good good questions, good q and can't, A. I can't wait to see like how he writes the article about it, like he's Dr. fucking Suits or some shit. But um, I, I, I think – so my initial thoughts on this Goody thing is the guy – finally said something in the line of what I wanted him to say. But but Rodgers had to say it first. So what Goody's saying is, I don't know, we called the guy, couldn't hear from him, and then he came on the show and said, I intend to play for the Jets. That's what Goody's saying. I love it. I've Finally. Uh, Tony, you first. Couple. I think I, okay, go ahead. One, if he had a great season last year, they
6: would have connected and had a conversation. Two – who do you trust in this? You trust? Do you trust, uh, uh, trust Gudenkus and this group and Russ Ball, who just got bashed by Dean Lowry today when he signed with the Vikings? Or do you trust what Dean Lowry say? Lowry bashed him, saying basically a backhanded compliment to the Vikings, saying it's a classy organization. There's
1: two ways. Dean Lowry,
6: I know. Dean Lowry, win-win. Go to the Vikings. Who do I
1: trust? Brian Gudenkus, who is a UWL oh. man. Dean Lowry. Who is bad, or Aaron Rodgers, who is weird? Yeah. Well, Lowry, Lowry's
6: not a good player, but I don't, I don't know. I, I trust his integrity a little bit more than the other two.
1: What do these people want, Roger? Rogers, three years. Ago, I can't. No, I retired from that. I can't do it. I retired from talking about Rogers as a person. I can't do it. Hey, okay, but I'll spin it and say, what do these people expect when they leave? You, you did not get resigned. Like. You didn't get re-signed by your team. What What do you want? Yeah. What did you get from the
6: fan when you left?
1: What I get from the fan? Yeah. I got
6: him. guess you got nothing. You kicked out. Nah, You're
1: on vacation, I think, weren't you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not upset about my departure from the fan in any way. And now I'm working there again. So okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I take that back.
6: Hey. One lastly, why
1: can't the Packers be more like the fan?
6: Uh, exactly. Hey, lastly, before we leave, you have been making this point that I agree with—that the Packers have the leverage, and and Douglas from the Jets does not have the leverage. He's already—they've he, already said that uh, the Jets have said that Zach—they came out
1: today, yeah, and said Zach's their number two, <laughs> and Robert Sala is like, I might go to a darkness retreat.
6: Yeah, and, and they're, they're already
1: bending over cowtown for this guy,
6: and they're not going to get Lamar Jackson. So they said obviously- they
1: didn't even want him. At least pretend like you want him.
6: Yeah, I agree. I'm with you, Part. All right, Spark Guy, Bears still suck, but I love you. You're from West Dallas, so I'll talk to you later.
1: See you, Tony. See you, Troy. All right, Spark Guy. Hit
7: me. Why do you have to take anybody's side? I mean, like the whole leverage argument, like, why did he give that answer? The best answer to give would be, like, Aaron has been a valuable part of the organization for 17 years. We're currently in active Negotiations. What's gotten out, got out. We're trying our best to find the best solution for Aaron and ourselves. There'll come a time and a place when there's a recap of everything. But again, this is an active situation with a player on an active roster. Like, why take the risk of anything? Again, leverage is leverage, and people can argue about that all day. But now is not the time to give your side of the story. That's at least my opinion. If you're the Packers, you just keep riding it out, and you y- you have all the time in the world. You have all the time in the world to say your side of the story. I have no idea why you would do it now. Like, what happens if this all blows up because of this? Like, why even say anything? I think that's stupid.
1: desperate enough, it won't. It won't. won't.
7: Ah, man. I I agree. I agree, but I also think at this point in time, what's, what's the advantage of saying anything?
1: Well, maybe Goody's like, I got this guy trashing the way we run our operation for the last four years. I mean, I want people to know, like, like, the Packers are in a salary cap situation where they got to sign, like, dudes for cheap. And if, if you're, like, if you're listening to Rodgers, you might say, well, gee, should I go play with the Packers or are they going to go treat – should I go play with the XFL or are they going to treat me better? Should I go play with the U.S.? Like, Packers are mean. If you're no good, Packers are mean. This Packers are mean thing. This is the NFL. This is a league where guys are, like – like honestly, honestly, these, these players that grew up watching guys crunch each other half to death are not, now want more flowers on their way out. It's just insane. It really is. It's insane.
7: You got to play it like the Seahawks did though. They waited a whole year and then they rolled Wilson under the bus. You have, that's the thing about these type of things. If that's your goal is to make yourself look good. There's no time on that. They're answering to the Rogers. Again, it's a defensive move. I just disagree with that. You have all the time in the world to leak what you want and then say what you want. And before the deals closed, why say anything? He could have just deflected that answer by saying, look, it's active, whatever, and then they could have spent the next year saying it at the time of their choosing. I just still think there's no advantage to playing your cards and playing, which is a hard card they played today, before the deal is done. Because before the... Because there's a lot of things he can still do to mess things up. Because at the end of the day, I think that's his number one goal. I don't know. What is what, what, does, think, what has Ryan, he been... Honestly,
1: constantly- I think his number one goal is to get the biggest trade baggage possible. So he can say he was trading for a first-round
2: pick.
7: Yeah. I also think his number one goal is to make those guys' life miserable. He hates Murphy. He hates Goody. I mean, and think about it. They're second to his family. Look what he did to his family. He'll do it to them, too. He's waiting it out. So, like, I wouldn't do anything till I got the best package I could, and then you can say what you want. But again, Goody is just a lackey for Murphy, and Murphy is incompetent. He is so okay, let me incompetent.
1: Me. Let me tell you something about me, and I know that I retired from – talking about roger's personality but i'm gonna tell you something about me and if you want to equate it to something about aaron you can i'm just gonna tell you something about me okay i for whatever reason have always liked and always felt that i needed to have an enemy i have always felt that i needed someone in my life who i needed to prove wrong or someone in my life that i needed to be better than or someone in my life that i needed to show like you are no good at your job you shouldn't have the job you know that i should be there you know what i mean i've always felt like so maybe maybe other people need that too
7: agreed no i think that's a great read on it but that's if he's if he's the
1: jordan love front from daniel i don't know what that is (laughs) Two bucks,
7: maybe another two dollars to verify the identity of Jordan Love in the eyes of Andy Reid, who didn't know who he was. Right? Yeah,
1: Andy Reid was asked about Jordan Love on Monday, said, I don't know who he is. They said he played against you with the Packers. He said, I don't know. Then he said the quarterback. He goes, oh, yeah, no, he looked good. And so well- that's why I'm telling you right now, Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. <laughs> well,
7: I'll close with one final note. You're the biggest UWM fan out there. You saw their best players coming back, so hopefully they can they can run it back. That's the big news of the night that they got their best player back, Freeman. So,
1: Okay, thanks, buddy. God bless. BJ Freeman is coming back. He turned down considerable NIL money, according to Todd Rosiek of the Journal. Florida, LSU, and DePaul were among the schools that had shown interest in him, but he is going to come and stay with the Milwaukee Panthers. That is a big moment for that program. Because a lot of times, you do well at a mid-major, you run away somewhere else. Like that uh, loser from St. Peter's with the mustache. Where'd he go? B.J. Freeman. Look, you guys tweet B.J. Freeman. There's like maybe 12 diehard EWM fans that like tweet B.J. Freeman after games, good job. But that makes an impact. The kid retired. Was that Frank? Was that you that, that tweeted that the kid retires his number in the basement that that stuff makes an impact. I'm not saying you single-handedly save BJ Freeman, like uh, certain shows single-handedly save the bucks from leaving Milwaukee. But I think that it did go a long way. So that was some cool news to see as well. Talk more Rogers. If you want, uh, I think we got the main points out is that I, I personally, like what I wanted to tell spark Guy was what he says. I mean, that's a totally rational Maybe correct take, maybe correct take. And a lot of you guys commenting agree. Just say, hey, Aust-, and Austin's austin been one of the guys saying it, but hey, Rogers, uh, you know, we he's been great. We don't comment on that kind of stuff. Maybe Goody didn't have to say anything. Maybe he had to say nothing. I, from where I'm sitting, liked that he did. And in the long-term, is that bad? I'm not sure. I've just been waiting for this front office to take the reins back to show who's in control of their team. So maybe I'm thinking short term and not realizing what the long term will be if there will be a long term. maybe this just means nothing. Maybe in the 24 hour news cycle of the NFL, uh, it doesn't matter and we forget about it by the next day. but I personally was happy to see goody like have some balls for once. Now what happened was, Rogers had to say Rogers basically had to come out and say, Yeah, I want to play for the Jets before Goody would say, Hey, look, he told us he wants to be elsewhere. And I do believe they tried to contact him. But maybe Rogers thought that was part of his, you know, space. And I like when Rogers came out of the retreat, he said, all of a sudden everything changed. That's because there was a lot of those articles. A lot of those articles about trade partners and stuff did drop. After he went in that retreat. So that's what he came out to. Doesn't mean that it'd be the Packers. Uh, Bart, I agree. I think Goody would have had some balls. If he just said, we're going to Jordan. Well, I thought he should have said that last year. I, I thought he should have said, we're going to do whatever is best to win games, but they let four and eight broken thumb man ride the defense out to lose to the lions on Sunday night football. Um, all right, Tim Shea is here, driving around. What's the conference in town, bud? I don't know. I have no idea.
9: Some lady tried to tell me, and I was half listening.
1: Oh, because yeah. I sent you the link, and you said you're out driving tonight.
9: Yeah, it's quite busy there between the airport, uh, downtown, and the uh, Hilton. Is there opening night activity? So,
1: oh, okay. Hilton Milwaukee conference. Anybody know?
9: I don't know. No,
1: that's at the Hilton. I yeah. Tonight is Milwaukee Conference. Uh it is the let's get in Ubers and Kill the Driver conference. Oh oh shit. no! You're gonna die. You will die. So, so is gonna... there like a big difference night and day? I mean, I know that driving drunk kids uh, around is during all
9: during the morning, the morning, the morning is the is the busiest.
1: What are you taking people to like the airport and stuff? Yeah. Pretty much. I I did wonder for a while if I didn't need a car if I could just Uber to work every day. But you need a car. We're in a car society. Yeah, you need a car. Unless you live in like
9: unless you live in like the city of Chicago or New York or L.A. You know, my cousin lives in Chicago. He doesn't use a car.
1: Well, yeah, then you got to pay like three hundred dollars a month for parking, Mm -hmm. in a garage or something. Correct, man. So uh, I'll just refresh you. The Bucks won. Yes, I, I heard, but I I saw on Twitter. I read bitching that the no one played. Well, people were mad before the game because they assumed they assumed that without Giannis and without Drew, we might lose to the Pistons. But we're not bad. I no the Bucs the Bucks three through thirteen are just as good as a lot of these other teams. You're not gonna beat. You're not gonna win a playoff series against the. Celtics or Sixers or not yeah. without Drew and and Giannis but if you've got to play the Pistons when they're like 16 and 50 mm-hmm. you better beat them I mean you I, I don't care who you throw out there but now you know now there's like a tangible thing the number one seed so yeah. most Bucks fans freak out whenever there's something tangible because we mm-hmm. always think like we're gonna lose it like if if being a Bucks fan you know that when you have a block party and you put an egg in a cup and you walk across the street to your neighbor, and then they spread out a little bit and a little bit. Bucks fans have drop that egg on the first time every time. <laughs> they can't deal with having something in their hands. Yeah, they're always afraid to drop it. The Bucks aren't. The Bucks are not. They showed you they're not. But no. Bucks fans, I don't think Bucks fans have like, caught up to like we won that championship and we're like, oh, what a moment in time. No, that's like the that's like the continuation and start of. A really long, good run of teams. We're good.
9: Yeah, I just, all, all I did was look on Twitter as I'm watching the game. And all of a sudden, everyone's just bitching about the game. I'm like, guys, we're winning.
2: Yeah.
1: Whatever.
9: Whatever. Just
1: great. Uh, I- we also talked about Rodgers and Goody. Ugh. Will yep. it ever end? I don't know it sounds like the way the, the things that I'm reading, it sounds like there will be a trade before the draft. We probably won't end up getting the first over no, the first round pick. No,
9: no, we won't. And that's fine. I've I've come to come come to uh, my sense is that we will not get the number one pick,
1: but which I, I mean I I I don't know. And we might trade our number one pick. <laughs> Where are you reading that? The no, kidding. That was a joke. Oh. I thought maybe someone on Curtin Long said it. No, no. You see, our, you see, our guy Freem's got the most wanted job in sports. Really? Yeah, uh, host of the Lockdown Brewers Pod.
9: Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I do need to say, because I was saying for weeks and weeks and weeks that I was. Did you do your happy place hemp?
1: I did Just talk today. about it, uh, but I'm always willing to talk about
9: it. I'm going to talk about it because. You know, last week and the week before, I kept on saying, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Well, I finally went. They yelled at me for saying, yeah, you said you were going to go, you were going to go. I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh, I know, I know. Chris, Chris greeted me at the door, by the way. And yeah. he gave me his, uh, he gave me his business card, too.
1: Okay, yep, that's Chris's card. I have the same one. But,
9: there you go, yeah. Uh, um. And he said, "Just, just, uh, just send me, drop me a note next time, and I'll send it to you. You don't need to drive all the way out here." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but I, I like to go out there. I like to go out there. But I got my night times. I'm refilled. So I'm get the gonna big sleep bottle? better tonight. I got the big one. I got the big boy.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been having a hard time sleeping, and then because I didn't take them for a few days, I was on the I, road and I, like I didn't. Haven't, pack I him. haven't had them.
9: I I haven't had them for a couple days, and I kept on saying, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. So tonight I'm taking one. Uh, Real quick, uh, I'm driving past Miller Park, American Family Field, and it looks like they're testing out their lights for this year.
1: All right, a couple of things. Q said that was a 10-10 story right there. (laughs) Uh, Poops Galore just gave you 5 bucks for some cheese curds.
9: Nice. Nice.
1: So if you go and order some cheese curds, or wherever you go, if you go to a drive-through tonight, send me a copy of the receipt and I'll comp it.
9: I I can we can go to Culver's right now if you could stay on for ten more minutes. I can go through the line.
1: Well, Radio Joe cheese curds are at Cousins.
9: Oh, I need Radio Joe cheese curds. Okay, and, and also
1: cheese curds at Culver's are the one thing they need to improve. Yeah, true. They need it's Culver's. They need the squeaky ones. They give you like yeah. pellets.
6: Sorry. Anyway, I still so yeah, a,
1: you know. I still don't nothing through them.
9: I got my refill. Happy place, it, uh it, It's it's good. They were happy to see me. We talked about you. Yeah. Yeah. The Admirals tickets were a big hit.
1: They were. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised by that. I did. I did. I thought we'd still be pushing them two weeks later.
9: <laughs> but uh, not that yeah. people
1: wouldn't use the code. they would just be like. I, I'm not. I'm not typing O instead of A for admirals tickets. <laughs>
9: uh, but no, yeah. So I am good to go. I'm gonna take my first one in a little bit. First one of the new pack, pack two.
1: Um, hold on, our guys that. Uh, let's see, Culver's is trash. Culver's cheese curds are garbage. We went after a quick trip. Time for Culver's to get humbled. Oh. I I can't I'm a big culver supporter I am I, I I like culver's I just I mean their cheese curds are
9: okay they're not bad they're not
1: I've already griped the, the problem with culver's is they uh they really pressure you in the drive-thru
9: yeah
1: uh, I'd like a I'd like a Butterburger deluxe combo anything else I know yeah I got four kids back here I'd like a uh, uh happy meal or whatever you guys have okay anything else can I order? Can I, can, can I like order? They're all about
9: time, I guess. So in and out. Quicker you're in, quicker you're out.
1: Where are you right now on the interchange?
9: On the interchange, yes, I am. Going south? I'm making the turn.
1: Are you going south?
9: I am going, uh, no, yeah, no, I'm going north.
1: Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, damn.
9: Inter- I'm going. I'm headed north towards Green Bay. I was headed uh, east, and now I'm I'm headed uh, north.
1: People, uh, oh yeah, there you are. I see you. You see me? Yeah, <laughs> right by the. I'll I'll go through tunnel.
9: I'll go through the tunnel so you get more light.
1: Oh, you are going to Kilbourne?
9: Yeah. See. Track me. Track.
1: My me. kid loves that tunnel.
9: Oh, no, I do too. Here we go.
1: Feels like we're in a big city. And I'm, lo- <laughs> I'm losing you in the tunnel. Look at this. <laughs> Timmy. I'll even hot my
9: horn. What happened? Did it pause in a bad picture?
1: Yeah, I'm, that's my Twitter clip.
9: Okay, <laughs> great. I can't wait to see it.
1: Um, All right, oh, I'm Tony wanted to bet with you.
9: Yeah, what did Tony want?
1: Uh, what's the best burger in Milwaukee? <laughs> what's the best burger in Milwaukee? Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't anyone say cops? I love
9: cops. Tony said someplace that starts golden Euros. And oh. Bodie chirped back at him saying, Any place that starts with Euros does not have a good burger. Golden Euros. Casino some place that Horvat likes in West Dallas. Mm-hmm. Golden golden euro, golden chicken euro. I don't
1: know. Uh yeah, golden Euros. Golden Euros.
9: Whatever. Apparently Tony likes the burgers. So your bet is
1: you're gonna bet a burger. You're gonna bet a Milwaukee burger with a guy that lives in Texas. What are we betting?
9: What, what what's the what's if you want to bet?
1: On? Probably the spread. He's got he wants North Texas. Oh for the game tomorrow. Oh uh, NIT. Yeah, I'll,
9: I'll bet the spread. What is it? Badgers by three, three and a half? I you think, think I know saw maybe four and a half? I, I don't, don't know. know. The NIT, it? the, the semi finals. Are you going live tomorrow night after that? Uh, should I? I don't know. How about you go live? <laughs> I'll go live. I'm actually going out for it. I'm going, I got a busy week going out for that. I have Are you going to Milwaukee's Badger Bar, the Mecca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm, I, I've got a big week, Bart. Going out for that, going out a Wednesday for fantasy baseball draft Thursday going out for Brewers. Uh, the Brewers game. I'm going to be, I'm going to try and get you to come.
5: Well, yeah. Oh, what are you going
9: to do? It. I think we're going to go to Kelly's bleachers. Just me and my buddy. He's on spring break.
1: He's a teacher, but I'm see. I wanted to do something live this week, but I'm not ready. Equipment wise. That's fine. To go from a bar. Cause then the audio would be bad.
9: Yeah. I mean,
1: you could, do you yeah. have one head. Do you have one like
9: like headset? You have a microphone and a and uh because they probably. I don't give know, you know, a you do think
1: been doing this for six months and like it's now like I got another job rejection letter the other day. Oh no! Hey, is that Mater's? It is. Well, who doesn't know that? Come on, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking you on a tour of Milwaukee.
9: Do you have a pickup, or are you just driving? No, I'm just driving. I'm waiting for you to end this so that I can put it turn my app back on. I just wanted to get out of West Allison back into Milwaukee.
1: Oh, okay. Well yeah, get some curds and comp me.
9: Uh, I'll have to wait till tomorrow because I think Cousins is closed already. I think they close at nine. And apparently I can't go to Culver's. The people have spoken.
1: Well, Culver's probably closed around this time too. This is the time of the day. This is something I fought with Chuck and Mike about. Like, if places close at 10 right now and you're looking for food, I don't know if I'd go to a Culver's. So it's 925 when we're recording this. I don't know that I'd go to a Culver's right now. If they close at 10 and it's 925, I'd go to, like, a McDonald's or a Taco Bell. I wouldn't go to anywhere that's going to be, like, a few minutes. You wouldn't go to, like... I would never go to a sit-down right now. Okay. You
2: wouldn't go?
9: I took I took this nice lady. She went, uh, God, uh, probably 9 o'clock, t- about a half hour ago. She was going out for dinner
1: at a restaurant. But it depends on the restaurant. Uh, on the lake. Well, those don't close.
9: Just saying. Yeah.
1: All right, well, I don't want to cost you for making any more money. Oh, no, you're fine. I mean. Okay, because I was going to talk about the Brewers for a second. Yeah,
9: let's talk about the Brewers. I'm down.
1: Okay, Brewers, big moves today. Yes. Everybody panicked that Luke Voigt not being a Brewer meant we're going to lose the World Series. Even I did. Luke Voigt is back. One-year contract, club option for 2024.
9: I just hope Um, Rowdy Telez gets most of the playing time. I know it's it's not going to happen. Minor league
1: (laughs) camp. And then Weimer's in the minors now too, right? Uh, so they brought up Terang. Yep. And they gave that last pitching spot to Gus. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm just going to go back to what Craig Council always says: is that this is the roster for one day. Yep. But it's a great it's a great achievement. I mean, to make an opening day roster is a great achievement. We've just seen like Brewers pit like someone's gonna someone's arms gonna fall off in that first game.
9: I um, I would imagine those other guys who are not up will be up within the first six weeks of the season. Is this a service time thing? I don't think so, and I don't think the brew. I don't know. This isn't like Chris Bryant. Remember that? Like it was four <laughs> days. Yeah. And everyone, all Cub fans, were pissed, and Bryant was pissed. And
1: let's yeah. be real, he should have been on
9: the opening day roster that year.
1: We actually, uh, now that the station's crumbled, you signed on with us six months prior to your debut. We were saving you for service time. Yes. But then yeah. the station, uh, I went on vacation and the station crumbled because I was gone I, for two days. I, um, yeah, I was just sitting in Sparky's
9: office for the first six
1: months. And then he came in and said, bring in the lefty. Bring in the lefty. Then you were late on like your second day and the boss held it against you ever since. I know to this day. And then you, uh, decided to
9: I swim was, in the mud with me here. I was, I was never, I was never late again after that too.
5: I'll, I'll never, never forget. Late I'll, again.
9: I'll never forget.
5: That I believe.
9: In, walking in that day and you just laughing. <laughs> and was I was at 650. I was listening on the radio and you were going to commercial and,
1: uh, you said something like, uh, it's me, Bart Winkler, with Tim Shea. <laughs> I, I was late probably once every six
9: months. Uh, you were late that one day when I you had to start the, the show in your car.
1: Yeah, Remember? I did it through our remote app. Remember that? <laughs> and then I also uh, I did this once. Toby had to use this once. I had segments taped that if I was ever late... He would play it, and it sounded live.
9: Oh, I was ready to play an interview from the night day before.
1: Yeah. And then
9: you're like, no, no, no. I'll just... You're laughing the entire time. Go, it's not bad. No.
1: I don't know that I can ever, like, do a show at six again. That is early, dude. I was shocked. I
9: was shocked that only happened once that I came in late.
1: Because I am not a morning person. Anyway, this is something we could talk about over drinks. With the Brewers, it. uh any other like takeaway from today's moves? Do you want to talk about what was the name of the fake producer? Todd? No, Todd died. With three D's. I yeah, yeah. Todd. Whatever. He slipped on ice. Um, the Brewers? He was also fake. Here, uh, Spark guy, I'm gonna play your voicemail. No, the brews the are
9: gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. I'm ready. I'm like, I, I, I'm excited now. I'm excited that a couple of these young guys are up. I would expect the others to be back up. You know, I, I, I the, the slate is clean with them. Oh and oh, you know. Last... Let
1: me play uh, Spark guy's voicemail. He was on the show earlier. Mm-hmm. He's listening now. Sparkception. Courtesy of our friends at Carl's Place. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Golf simulators. We should all pool together and turn Tim's apartment into a golf simulator and host pods there and do golf simulators there. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. Forget X-Golf. We'll have our own thing. And then we'll have Tim Shea bobbleheads that we'll give out on page sporanic night. 402-915-BART is the number to call the voicemail line. And you can uh, give us a call. Thanks to Carl's place. So here's Spark Guy's voicemail.
8: Bart, Spark, Spark Guy here. i uh, just checked on listening to the podcast. I but a lot of good brewer talk. Um, wanted to talk brewers, considering the season starts this week. Um, over/under, um, you know. I think I, I forget the last numbers I've seen. Mid 80s was the over/under from Vegas and wins. Um, my prediction is uh, decidedly under. Um, you know, I think unlike the buck season, where I think there's a lot of talk about these regular season games uh, not meeting as much. Um, I think we are decidedly in a first half of the season is absolutely crucial for the Brewers. Uh, I think pay attention to these games more uh, so than, than any other, considering that it's decidedly shown that if they're not hitting their mark, they're they're selling. And I, I just I just get the sense that um, you can relate it to the the off season uh, event at the bar and kind of how decidedly unpositive uh, things are. Um, I didn't use the word negative. I used the new word unpositive because basically how they're approaching the season. I I can't help but think the hater thing is still out there. It's a hangover effect of what the team has shown the players they're willing to do. And that's now exacerbated by the Burns negotiation. And now Burns has had a pretty weak spring and hired Scott Boris as an agent. I just, I just, uh, I'm skeptical of how invested everybody's going to be on the, on the team. So that's kind of where I am. Um, under, uh, I think that there's a lot more uh, team-wide issues there. And I think that if, if a wheel comes off like second half of the year, they all could come off and then the sell-off begins. So I would like to hear your perspective on that over-under. Do you think they're going to be over or do you think they're going to be under? I'm decidedly under. I'm very skeptical until they prove me wrong with a 30-18 and 18 search or something. So looking forward to baseball
1: part see you. 86 and a half Vegas has them at Timmy. God, I mean, if I say under, it's gonna be like 85. So yeah. Yeah. I mean,
9: I, I don't I don't think I could go over, but I've been at the beginning of this offseason, or I guess like January, February, I kept on saying that I can't see the Brewers winning more than you know 78 games. But with this, I just with this pitching staff, I, I like 85, I, mean, I think I'm going to go on the record and say 85 wins this year. And that will get them in the playoffs, I think. Should, maybe. Um, the National League is going to be tough to get those wild card spots. So they might have to win the division to get in the playoffs.
1: Um, I said 85 the other day.
9: Are you going to go lower?
1: I, almost, I If I did anything, I might go higher. Yeah. They're they're just, they always do that, though. They always. um, Oh, Austin noticed my mic has a cough button. Thank you. Um, 78 and 84. That's from Matt. Ooh. Cues back in, says 65 win team. What? Craig bows out early. No. Stop that. 65.
9: Even I won't say that. Come on. Oh, did you, finally smarter, pull over? Hey, did you finally pull that. over and park? You're, yeah, I did.
1: You're scared by the hop, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard you were on that hop that got crashed into this I, morning. I guess so. Gosh. You okay? Yeah, my elbow. Fuck. Groover, he'll help you. Get <laughs> he a new commercial, one, a new commercial oh. out. Do you see it yet? No. Yeah, and Steven Watson's in it twice. Well, that's his son-in-law. I know, but... <laughs> I didn't know they were keeping that. I thought that was private. Um 65 wins. Come on. You're I want whatever he's smoking. Um I, I don't know. I, it, I is, guess it is
9: it is I will say it is weird that Craig still had doesn't have a contract yet.
1: Well, it's weird if you think that he wants to be the manager next year. Well, I've heard, you know, I've again, Going back,
9: maybe he wants to watch his son play baseball. Yeah. And then they just give the job to
1: uh, Tim Allen's buddy. Help me out. Murphy? Murphy. Thank you. Is it worth leaving your dream job to watch your son play baseball? (laughs) 414-799-1250. Do the Brewers make the playoffs at 85? uh, You said higher, so 87 wins. Yeah, they do. What do you think will be higher? The amount of managers the brewers have this season or the amount of people that have bought Omaha Steaks with my package? Because I think that's at one. (laughs) 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 $30 off, guys. Promo code BART. OmahaSteaks.com.
9: 65 wins.
1: Come on. Ryan says, kids come and go. Jobs are the important stuff. I need one. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell you who's recently rejected me? Oh, gosh. And then I'll wrap up. The Home Depot. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gotten to that tier yet. McDonald's? Uh, Bart, thank you for your interest. We're fortunate to have many well-qualified applicants for this position after careful review, we've decided to pursue, uh, pursue candidates who's qualified are more closely. Associated bank social media specialist.
9: Okay, that's all right.
1: Uh, let's see, who else just recently said no to me? Thank you for your role in the manager of communications for Spectrum. I'm surprised you haven't filled out an application for the Brewers. They're looking for grounds crew help, Bart. Thank you for your time and to considering your express your interest in the area communications manager at waste management. (laughs) I was trying to get to the golf outing. (laughs) Thank you for your interest in social media consultant here at children's Wisconsin. Thank you for your interest in the public relations coordinator role at Baird. Hold on, I got one here. Uh, Thank you for your interest for uh, the
9: producer role at Odyssey Milwaukee. (laughs) Uh, Oh.
1: (laughs) Thank you for your interest in being the podcast host of Lockdown Brewers. Here's
9: another
7: one. Uh, uh,
9: You are being released from your contract on the Bart Winkler. Oh, this is from you. You don't want me anymore?
1: No, I, never. I have a non-compete. No more podcasts for a year. The greatest trick Giannis ever pulled, this is from Kevin, was playing on a back-to-back versus Jokic and watching the world burn when Embiid's decide to sit. Yeah, everybody got mad about Embiid. He didn't play against Jokic. Yeah. But Giannis did. And that's what we said about that Nuggets game. It's nice that they tried. Yep. I said earlier on Twitter I was excited to announce And what I meant was that I was excited to announce this summer soccer games I'm announcing for Ford Madison. Got our season off with a tie against Union Omaha over the weekend. Uh, Patrick tweets at me, sorry, you have to enjoy paying high gas prices to travel to Madison. It's an hour away. I'll survive. Plus, you think I'm just driving to Madison and back? You have any DoorDash opportunities I'll pick up? That'll pay for the gas itself. Just think about
9: Doordashing in
1: Madison. Mm. Uh, Alex says, Bart, you get in fights on Twitter constantly. Why would they hire you for PR? Well, it's expanding my brand. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Associated Bank just like one day started tweeting at uh, Great Midwest Bank like, fuck you. Well, you know, the engagement would be off the charts. I'd go to them. Hot take, Jake. Tim, you want in or out? It's up to you. I'll stay. You're on the clock.
9: Yay, Timmy. I'll stay.
1: A late
10: appearance by you, Jake. Yeah. I know. I had a late start watching the game. I just finished watching it. God, that was interesting.
1: Uh, Yeah, the Flamingos. I'm doing the Flamingos, yes. PA, just like goal by number seven. Blah, 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 blah.
10: Are you gonna learn the names or is it just literally gonna go numbers?
1: Well, I'll learn all the names.
0: Of course, yeah. you're and, consummate and, pro. And, and,
1: and if you think if you think if you think uh oh Bart Bart will only do big time, he's only he's only big time. I'm gonna do Shorewood High School in a couple days as well. So
10: that is big time.
1: Maybe I'll come out and
10: watch you. <laughs> Who are you here for?
9: I'm here for the PA guy.
10: <laughs> uh, and then I come in and be like, I'm here for Tim. Oh, yeah. Thanks.
9: I feel honored.
10: Tim, I was All right, what to out like, What do you got? My eyes are falling off. What do you got? Well, I was trying to figure out who Tim looked like. And then the other day I saw him with his hat off. And I'm like, Tim, have you heard of Tenacious D? Yes. Stop. Okay. Enough. We're done. So you've gotten the Rage Cage before.
9: Yes. Yes. I love Rage Kyle Cage.
10: Kyle Gas. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: Kyle Gas is the man. It's a talent of that group right there. Um, No, I just wanted to say that uh, nice little win. Um, It's nice when you can win without Giannis, obviously. Um, But the other thing that was nice about it is that you could tell they never even had to really kick it into second gear. Like, they literally were just going through the motions and still ended up getting a fairly easy win. I really liked what I saw from Middleton, which um, tonight it – adds to my theory that he really should be coming off the bench for this title run. I'm not saying long-term his, his future hey, LeBron came
1: is, off the bench two nights ago.
10: There you go. I, I don't think long-term Chris Middleton's uh, future is coming off the bench in the NBA, which um, I also don't think his long-term futures in Milwaukee, but um, I think that for this title run, it really suits them better with um, balancing out the offense. I think it's just much better if you can, for the most part, try to um, tear him as, his and Giannis's minutes, uh, you know, off of each other because offensively they're both kind of looking to do the same thing, you know, in, in different ways. But I, I just think the Bucks are they're playing better. They just looked a little bit more balanced to me when Chris was coming off the bench. So um, it also just allows him to focus on more of just a pure scoring role, and you know, you don't have to worry about the defensive liabilities because he certainly lost a step on that end. So. That's what I saw from the game tonight. But my biggest point that I wanted to make was that Aaron Rodgers is a fucking fraud, and uh, that's that's what I wanted to say. Are you pro Goody saying what he said? Hundred percent. Why shouldn't he? He should absolutely. You know, Rodgers does the, the his stupid McAfee appearances. All he does is even when he was on the team. You know, I guess technically. Rogers is serving
1: a bunch. It's about time Goody like returns one. That's what
10: I'm saying. Like you're going to sit there and be a passive aggressive little bitch all the time. I like that Goody's just like, yeah, we uh, couldn't get a hold of him, and I already saw the Rogers weirdo stands that were like, oh, he's. How do you know that's true? He's just made. How do you know he's not making that up? It's like, yeah, okay, let's let's take a look at the histories of these two individuals. Who uh, is more likely to just make up some bullshit and. Who is more likely to be unavailable because they were doing some stupid hippy dippy bullshit in the middle of an important off season? So, fuck Aaron Rodgers, man. Sorry, I. I know we're trying to cut down on the curse words, but God, that guy just there's something about his stupid face <laughs> and his stupid dumps.
1: He took two of them
10: in one week. Yeah, so pertinent. They're and brutal. laugh out loud at the Jets uh, general manager today, just like. I mean, I think it's pretty easy. You know, the whole who has the leverage thing. It's clearly Green Bay. Um, I look at it from a simple standpoint of there's so few good quarterbacks in on planet Earth, and we have two, and you have zero. So that already tells me, you know, we have all the leverage. And then when they were like today, oh, what about Lamar Jackson? Well, no, we're not even looking into that. That's we're we're sticking to what what Plan A is right now. So you're just admitting, like, yeah, I have no leverage. What an yeah, idiot. how do you not milk the Lamar thing? I, well, here's the thing, and this is where Aaron Rodgers' stupid weirdo personality plays into our hands, is that if you do say, well, you know, maybe we'll look into it, now his feelings are all hurt, Aaron's butt hurt, and now, oh, I don't know if I want to play for the Jets anymore. Because he's the most thin-skinned, fragile little bitch I've ever seen.
1: Again, I, just because I retired from this kind of stuff doesn't mean you guys have to.
10: Absolutely not. I'll always bring the heat, man. In
1: fact, I, I'm depending on it.
10: <laughs> nah, you'll be back.
1: Uh, I can't wait till he gets traded. And do you think some of this is like, it's milking it, like the Packers Pro Shop, was it the Pro Shop? That, no, not the Pro Shop. There was somewhere, it would never be the Pro Shop. But someone's got 50% off Roger stuff already. But now you're going to get people that are like, oh, you won't get traded. They'll buy the stuff. They're, they're really slowly ripping the band-aid off.
10: Yeah. I, I think at this we're point we're all getting in, used to the
1: Rogers world. Yeah.
10: Yeah. And you know, what else is every time that, you know, that another story, another Twitter or another tweet, like, I just hope that people are really getting behind Jordan law. That's the biggest thing in all this. Cause like he didn't ask for any of this and he seems like a good kid. And I think he's going to be a really good player. So, um, you know, first year probably will be a little bit of a struggle. I still think Green Bay wins the division this season with Jordan Love. Um, and even though his numbers may not reflect it, I think the Packers' offense as a whole is going to be better with Jordan Love.
1: I'm going to wrap up, Jake. Great stuff. You're getting, People are loving you. Saving the best for last. Always. Tim's fork mic says you're on fire.
10: Oh, That's man. That's a good now, fork. now I'm honored.
1: That's a good All fork. All right, WrestleMania
10: pod. We'll do that. All right. Hit me up, man.
1: Jake's going to co-host with me. I love it. You guys have fun. All right. And then, uh, thanks, Jake. Love you guys. Badgers NIT, I'm not doing a live after. it. That's fine. I know you won't. (laughs) Uh, It's North Texas. We'll beat them by 20. I will go live Wednesday night after Pacers.
9: I have my football. I have my uh, baseball draft, so... Okay, I'll
1: uh, I'll try and join you, maybe maybe late. A potential for a two live Thursday. Brewers, Cubs, Bucks, Celtics. Ooh! (laughs) If the game doesn't get rained out. Why are they opening in Chicago? If the Brewers get rained out Thursday, I would still do a live on Friday. Uh, CBS Sports Radio, eleven to four on Saturday. 9-1 to on Sunday. Boy, you got a busy week. And then the Bucks play at the same time as WrestleMania, so I'll figure it out.
9: Hey, Monday's a big day. Next Monday, a week from today, Bart.
1: A week from today.
9: The home opener.
1: The home opener. And I will not be covering it for the first time in eight years. Well, let's get into a little trouble then. I don't know yet. Oh boy!
9: Well, I'm going to the game, so. All
1: right. Well, I want you back on the road. I'm getting worried about you.
9: I'm just I'm I'm okay.
1: Maybe like people, we can meet up somewhere for the beginning of the game. On Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Monday.
9: I'm going to the game Monday. Oh yeah, that's also national championship Monday. And by the way. Real quickly, cheapest Final Four you'll probably be able ever to get in. Well, why do people care about why? Why is that a story? Uh, because because last year you had all the blue bloods and this year you have three new teams in there and no one cares. It's fa, you know, it's not it's not your Kentuckys. it's not your
1: Carolinas. Who are you scoping out? I don't know. Get on the road. I'm all yeah. right. All right. Final Four is cheap. Whatever. Then, yeah. There is a car
9: going nuts get out there in this parking lot right now leave all right he's gone uh, yeah so <laughs> um it's just it's it's not the blue bloods you know last year in kentucky uh
1: Kansas, but like how many people are going to the final 4 uh, 80,000 well then they'll get a good deal tony's going you don't think people like if you're if you're from FAU or San Diego State, you're dropping everything to go to the Final Four.
9: I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right.
1: Well, so they wanted Texas, in so they could jack up the price. Oh,
9: uh, Texas was in, and, and all they needed was Texas. Texas UConn would have been a great semifinal game too.
1: Final four tickets plummet. With I about mean, five minutes left to go. When Texas was playing, the Hurricanes tickets to get in were $286. They've dropped all the way to $157. Yep. To get into the championship
9: game right now is just
1: $100. Yeah. So I went uh, to a final four. $75, according to the I went to, Chronicle.
9: I went to the final four in Minnesota, Minneapolis. And we paid 400 for th- for three for three games the two semifinals and the championship game and then we sold our championship game tickets
1: by our- the way if anyone's interested in where i'm at in my complete mcu watch uh i'm through captain america all of agent carter the three iron mans hulk thor avengers uh the first season of agents of shield the next thor guardians the winter soldier and i'm halfway through daredevil season one okay congratulations i'll I'll save that for the next time i talk to seth everett sure he'd appreciate it it, insomnia
9: cookies is still open
1: yeah you can go there (laughs) all right all right Bart. thanks everyone that joined